Hello and welcome to episode 20 of Intruder Theatre in the Making podcast. I'm your host, Remy Rahuben. Thank you so much for tuning in. Now, you might remember in episode 19, I had an interview with Ed Litterwood, who is my co-producing partner on Intruder, and we talked all about producing. So anyone who wants to venture into producing and is interested or wants to know more about it, I would always say maybe listen to that episode. You can find find out more how it works, how Ed started producing, and maybe uh, that episode is going to be helpful, useful for anyone who wants to go into producing. So that's in episode 19. Now, in episode 18, I actually started talking about preparing to write my Arts Council funding application. I talked about preparing for it, timing, what to bear in mind. So for anyone who wants to um, kind of check it out, um, go to episode 18 and there is some, I think, useful things um, that I share with the listeners, also talking about where to start with the application, you know, uh, how do you go about it? Um, So that's in uh, episode 18. Now, in this episode, I'm actually going to talk about the the process and the application and uh, going to go in-depth how I wrote it and what I put in it and I decided to actually divide this episode into two so I'm going to focus on certain elements of the application in this episode and then focus more are on the application in the next episode. But before I do that, we need to go back in time. And um, we need to go back in time. That is July of 2019. Because as you might remember, I it was around that time that I realised that it would be me who would be writing that application. It was something that I was dreading, just the thought of it, but there was no other way. I couldn't really afford to ask someone else to to do it for me. So I realised, well, Remy, you know what? You have to do it. And of course, I spoke to Ed, who said to me, I can help you with it, but I can only have a look at it when you write it. And and that was very, very useful um, because, you know what, you always need someone, uh, this is what I think, it's always good to have someone who would look at your application and uh, tell you, this is right, this is wrong. I didn't really want to ask Ed just to do it for free. I came to realise that, that, you know what, I need to pay someone to do it and rearranged um, a rate which was quite affordable and we said, you know what, maybe Ed can have a look at my application when it's written over two days because, you know, it's quite a lengthy process and that's going to be quite a fair deal and I was quite pleased with it. However, that meant that uh, Ed uh, wouldn't be my producer at that time. Ed made it quite clear to me and said, Remy, I can help you with your application, I can have a look at it, but that doesn't mean that I'm going to be a producer on it. So uh, so that was quite clear from the very beginning. So me bearing that in mind, I'm working on my application. Now, one of the other things that was very uh, important during that process 
was an email that I received, and that was in July. Now, you might remember my previous episodes. I talked about looking for a producer, and I looked everywhere, uh, but I couldn't find anyone. Um, and once, uh, I think one day when I was Googling, um, you know, people and Polish productions in, in the UK, I came across um, a woman named Akua, and she was producing a Polish play that was touring in England. And I think they did uh, a very small tour, three venues, and I found her details and I emailed her. But I emailed her back in March, I remember, uh, because I thought, you know what, maybe it would be good to actually you know, speak to someone who, um, you know, who's done something similar. But back in the day, I didn't hear from her. So now it's July. I actually forgot that I had emailed her and uh, I got her email. And she said, hello, Remy, it's a Koa. I'm really sorry it took me so long to reply back to you, but I don't check the email. And that was just perfect timing because I was literally in the middle of writing my application and her email comes. And she said to me, Remy, why don't we have a chat uh, over the phone? Which we did a couple of days later. We spoke on the phone for an hour and a half which was extremely useful and Akua very helpful, very practical. She told me all about her process. She told me about the production, how it worked. We focused on Polish audiences in the UK and she said it was very, very difficult for her to get people to see the show, which I saw something coming. I actually um, I actually thought, you know what, that's a very big thing. It's a, it's, it's an important thing for me to bear in mind because it, it, it's not an easy thing to promote a Polish play in England uh, to Polish audiences because, you know, people are not used to, you know, seeing Polish uh, productions. So uh, that was that was very useful to get her point of view um on on her production but one of the but one of the very useful things she asked me on that phone call was Remy have you been in touch with the relationship manager and I have never heard of that phrase of that job of of, of people who do that and I said who is it what is it and she said well um, a relationship manager works for Arts Council England and you can make an appointment with them and you can go over your application with them and that was very very useful I think if not the most useful thing out of the whole uh, conversation with her because I thought, wow, you know what, why wouldn't I go and meet with someone from the funding body uh, from whom I'm actually requesting money? Um, And she told me how it works, which I'm going to tell you in a moment, and uh, and that was it. Uh, Akua very graciously um, sent me her funding application, and uh, which was as I said, very helpful. And I would always encourage anyone to, um, you know, to look through various funding applications, successful funding applications. So you have some kind of a point of reference. I was new to the whole process. I didn't really know how it works. So when she sent me that application, 
it kind of it was easier for me to uh, to you know when I was writing my application. I think I the only th- maybe I one of the things that I wish I had done was I wish I had gone over it more. Yeah, uh, more than you know maybe. Why twice or three times? But you know, it's now done and dusted. Um, but yes, I would always say go look out for people, speak to people, ask for help because you never know. Uh, I think people love to be asked for advice, and Akua very generously spent with me an hour and a half. I think we even spoke. Um, I think a week or two weeks later, uh, because I had some other questions. But that uh, message, that uh, that piece of information about the relationship manager, is uh, was I think very very useful. And I'm actually going to talk about the whole process in a moment. So, following Akua's advice, I emailed inquiries at Arts Council England, and I asked them. And this is actually what I put in the subject. I wrote request for development conversation.、Uh, that was back in the day, as I said, 2019. I am not sure what the process is like now. I, I'm sure it must be the same.、Uh, you write a similar email.、Um, I, you know, I usually emailed them、uh, inquiries. You can also phone the helpline.、Uh, they are very, very helpful. It's not a very long waiting time. I think it's just very direct.、Uh, so if I were you and I was looking into fi- funding, I would phone them. They, these people are very helpful. They know what they're talking about.、Mm, but uh, I think um, they told me. I think I might even have phoned them, and they told me, you know what? Put it in writing, which I did, as I just said, and they emailed me a couple of days later with a couple of questions. So what they wanted to know was a brief outline of the project, main art form, my address, and specific questions. So I provided that, and then I think they wanted some more. I think they sent me one more email, and then when I emailed them back, they forwarded my email to the person that allocated these appointments,、um, and、uh, they came back to me. I mean, the person that、um, gives out all the appointments, and then they said to me, "Right, we can give you. Well, the next available appointment is at the end of September. I think it was the twenty fourth of the twenty." Fifth of September, so it wasn't quite straightforward. Meaning that you know, oh, we've got an appointment the following week. No, 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 no.、Uh, I emailed them. I think that was the beginning of August, and the appointment was to take place at the end of September. So that was nearly two months, and、um, and it was great. I was really, really quite pleased with that. That there was something set for me,、uh, but also I was. Was、um, it? It put some kind of、uh, pressure on me, but good pressure because it meant that I needed to have finished my application by the end of August because I was going on a holiday to Croatia, and I knew, you know what. 
I need to really have this application written by the time I go to Croatia because I need to send it to Ed for him to have a look at the application. So then when I go to have an appointment with the relationship manager, they, you know, I'm, I'm ready and I can talk about the project and someone would have looked at the application by that time. So I really used August to work on my application. And if I were writing a funding application, I would always do my best to have an appointment with a relationship manager, but only at the point where the application is ready. So then you go over that with specific questions. There is no point in making an appointment with a relationship manager when you're starting your application, because actually you need to know what you want and how much money uh, you are requesting. And uh, when you go over there, it's just about being clear and finding out about a couple of things that you just need some advice on. Um, This is why I think it's good and advisable to do it at the very end. But also going on holiday was a deadline to work on my application. But of course, if you're not going on holiday, even having an appointment with a relationship manager can be your deadline to work on your application. And you know, then you go over there and you present to them so then they can have a look at that. But this is what I was saying before and I talked about in episode 18, uh, you know, looking at time frames. Um, I contacted them. I actually didn't know how long it takes for that appointment to come through. I contacted them in August and the appointment was at the end of September. So even when you're planning your application, it's always good to give yourself more time than less time because you can get these appointments, but then, you know, you need to wait some time and uh, it's always a good planning uh, to, to have that appointment. And you know what, if I were you, if I was doing it again, I would definitely make an appointment with a relationship manager uh, because, you know, their expertise, their advice is crucial and it can help you. And they would be helpful beyond that application like it was in my case, but I'll talk about it in some other episodes. So now I'm going to focus on my Arts Council England application and give some maybe tips, advice that I was given, uh, uh, you know, back in the day and that I got from various Arts Council England surgeries that I attended and maybe it's going to be useful eye-opening to people who have never written a funding application like myself back in 2019 19, uh, but with determination and will, uh, you can do it and hopefully I can help you with that. So, as I was saying before, I had Ed on board who would be looking at my application when it's written and I always think it's great to have someone like that. Uh, I had Akua who was helping me and who had sent me her Arts Council England application that I was going through, so I was ready to go. Now, one of the very first things that, you know, if you start a a funding application with Arts Council England is 
to be aware and to be familiar with the guidance. Uh, you can find them on their website and I think there are the very first thing you need to do uh, before you write it so actually you know what you what they are expecting of you and what you need to include in the application so I'd always say read guidance but the other thing you need to get your head around is let's create and that's uh, Arts Council England's strategy I think when you write your application uh, you need to have it in the back of your mind and I'm actually going to talk about it in a second. So let's create is a strategy from 2020 to uh, 2030 and it's online, uh, it's uh, easily accessible, I think there is even a film available, you can watch it and uh, there are four investment principles uh, in it. There is ambition and quality, inclusivity and relevance, dynamism and environmental responsibility. So when you're writing your application you need to bear these things in mind. Uh, you know you're filling all the boxes but uh, yes you're writing things about your project but these are the things that uh, you know they want you to uh, bear in mind to remember when you fill in uh, the, the boxes and write your paragraphs. Um, part of the strategy, you know, when you, you're filling in the application, there are talking about various outcomes and you can make your funding application along different outcomes. I think there is three. One, creative people, two, cultural communities and three, a creative and cultural community. And I think, if I remember correctly, my solo piece, uh, I ticked a creative and cultural community because uh, my solo piece is bilingual and I felt that your know, creative and cultural community is about well bringing internationalism um, into that so I think my outcome was a creative and cultural community so that was really it and anyone who is writing an application is um, well needs to remember to to have a look at it and uh, be familiar with the strategy and guidance but also this is why um, Ed was very helpful because then when I wrote my application Ed could have a look at it and um, you know say Remy maybe here include this mention that because when you write it you are in some kind of a bubble and you may not see certain things um, when I was doing a zoom with Arts Council England they told me you know well not me but the, you know all the people they said when you write it treat us like idiots like we've never read any funding applications before it needs to be very straightforward so when you write your application uh, give it to someone who has never read uh, a funding application because maybe there will be something that is not clear to them and uh, when they point it out then you can actually focus on it and maybe expand clarify certain things now i was making my application uh, as part of uh, project grants that uh, program is uh, run 
or all year round, you can apply any time for any project that is to take place in the future. There are not giving funding for any projects that have already started, so not retrospectively. And you can apply for uh, the funding as an individual and also as an organization. Now, one of the things to bear in mind is that whoever is applying for the funding needs to be the recipient of the grant. So if I'm applying, I need to put my name as the recipient of the grant uh, rather than putting a different organization because as far as I know, as far as I remember, then uh, when the money is available, it's quite a complicated process to change the organization and you are the recipient. So if you are applying for funding, always make sure that you put yourself as the recipient of the grant. So these are just some tips before you start. And then what happens later? Of course, uh, on Arts Council England, you create your uh, profile and that is on Grantium. Uh, so you create your username, and then you create your applicant profile and you put all the details and then there is a validation period and it normally uh, takes about five working days before they validate your account. And then once they do that, you get an email and then you take the eligibility questionnaire, which is kind of to um, state uh, whether the project, what kind of project you are, you want to do, or what kind of project you want funding for, whether it's under fifteen thousand pounds or over fifteen thousand um, pounds, at that time when I was doing it, I didn't particularly know the exact amount of money that I was going to uh, request from them. I just knew that it would be under £15,000. So um, I don't really remember what I put there, whether it was £12,000. It doesn't really matter. Uh, that's what I feel. Um, because then later on, when I was filling in my application, that amount was different to what I put in the the questionnaire. Now, once that is validated, you're ready to go and you can start your application. So the very first thing they ask you to do is to um, save your application and put a name to your project. And I would say put the name of your project right away, the way it should be, rather than uh, saying, oh, you know what, I'm just going to name it, and you put some kind of a daft name, uh, and then you start your application, and then you think, okay, I need to change it. No, you wouldn't be able to change it. Once you save uh, the name of the project, this is it. Uh, you wouldn't be able to change it later on. If you did do that, I mean, if you did put a daft name to it and you filled in your application, then you would actually need to create a new project. So bear in mind that when you put that project name, it needs to be the right name rather than, you know, some kind of a ridiculous name. So that's one thing to bear in mind. So after you do that, then you move on to the next page and they ask you to provide your address and info, contact info, and then you go into basic details. And in the very first box, what you're asked to do is to provide a short summary of your project. Now, this is very important uh, because 
as we were told is if you can't provide a succinct description of your project in a couple of sentences that your idea is not very clear and it needs to be well worked on because this is what they want you to do in the very first box uh, and they actually want you to write why is it a great idea why are you coming to them with your project so this is something to bear in mind now for every box in the application you will see you can use up to 600 characters or 1500 characters and you may think wow how do i what do i how do i go about doing that everyone goes through the same process uh it is very very hard now what i would suggest to anyone is to use shorthand bullet points bullet points bullet points bears repeating two letters or abbreviations and uh, be very clever this is going to be extremely extremely helpful i most of the time prepared my uh, paragraphs and in, in a drive google drive and then i pasted it into the box sometimes it would save my answer sometimes it wouldn't but the good thing about the application is that you can save and you can spell check everything so it's not like you just put it there and it's lost uh, i think the the server expires after a couple of minutes so always make sure that you save it uh, but it, the good thing about it is that you can always come back to it and it's it's saved uh, so this is what i enjoyed but the next bit is amount requested and this is actually the amount that you want from them now you may not know that at the very beginning uh, like i didn't know it became clearer when i did my budget so you can put some figure here and then when you do your when you do your budget you can come back to it and amend it but they also are asking you for personal access costs uh, and that is for example to do you want to um, have a bsl interpreter um, british sign language interpreter to manage your project for example i recently was working on an application and i uh wanted to um well i was contacting uh various bsl interpreter um, agencies to for the the interpreters to be present during my zoom uh, and that was part of uh, my uh, personal access costs now it could happen that uh, your project like it was in my case uh, not intruder the other one uh, the the amount uh, that I was requesting was over 15,000 pounds but the personal access costs were um, I think one thousand so uh, they treated like the application is still under fifteen thousand pounds the next bit is project dates and here i put um 10th of february 2020 now you will probably know by now that i had been working on the application from june uh, throughout july august of 2019 for my project to kick in uh, on the 10th of february now uh, that was my project start date so you would have seen how much time i had left for my project so anyone who is thinking of putting in a uh, an ace uh, application bear that in mind that you know um 
it's good to have more time than less and it could be that you know you need to plan quite far in advance even a year and the 10th of february that i had in my application that's not the rehearsal period that's not performing no that's actually when you start talking about the project but i will talk about it in the next episode when i actually go into the details of what happens when so that's the next bit and then uh, we're moving on to the very first big chunk of the application and that is uh, quality because in the application there is four major categories and that is quality public engagement finance and management and i'm going to talk about quality in this particular episode and in the next episode i'm going to talk about the rest of them so quality section and here you write about whether your project is a good idea how relevant it is how relevant is it to the audiences who is the work for what you didn't have before the project that you have after the project and you also talk about aims we've got uh, three boxes here the very first box is about your work and experience and it's actually quite straightforward i mean you know you just write kind of like a bio uh, but it needs to be tailored uh, according to what they are requesting you to do but also looking at the project that you want funding for so of course i did write things that i've done before artistically but i mentioned the fact that i worked for dream think speak because my solo show is uh, interactive so there is some audience participation and this is an element that i highlighted in this particular bit uh, apart from talking about other things that i've done uh, the next thing is about you know telling uh, arts council england about your project and what you want to achieve so uh, just looking at my my notes over here i talked about touring bilingualism polish audiences uh you know liaising with communities i as i said talked about outcomes of my project and uh, one of them for example was opportunity to explore and better understand the subjects of uh, anxiety and depression and also another one was engaging with diverse audiences um so that's that's kind of a thing that you might uh think about or maybe include in uh in the box this is what i put your show may be completely different but this is just to give you an, some kind of an idea of what i wrote in that box because it's not uh, it's you know it, it's it's very hard to pin down of what do i actually write in these boxes but as they always say you know um before each box you've got some questions to prompt you uh so uh just to have some kind of an idea of what's uh what's expected of you to write in that particular box and the third box is about the project developing your work so i talked about being an actor writer performer and touring that i've never toured before so it's going to be quite a new experience for me um and also doing rehearsed readings in various venues like i did in the past and i 
talked about it in previous episodes, but also um, creating uh, opportunities for myself, job opportunities, and uh, you know, speaking to people, inviting people to see my work, and uh, like I, as I was saying uh, before, got a an invitation to audition at the Globe, uh, and that was. Um, as a consequence of the rehearsed readings that I did. So that's really, uh, in a nutshell, the, the quality bit. Um, well, one part of it, because now we're moving on to the next uh, bit uh, as part of uh, quality, and that will be who else is involved. Now, my team is quite small uh, because we've only got uh, five people. Now, when you're writing your application and you will see it, they're asking you to say whether a particular person, but not only, is confirmed or expected. Uh, now, this is this is important because um, you want everyone to be confirmed. Um, expected um, is fine, but when you've got confirmed, that actually strengthens uh, the application. So try to get as many confirmed, not only as far as creatives, but venues and and I'll talk about it in, in in the next episode. Now, you may be thinking, Remy, I don't have uh, a producer. Like, I didn't have a producer. As I was saying, we had uh, Ed on board, but he, uh, yes, he was confirmed, but it wasn't that, you know, he would be the, the producer on that show. So what do you do in that case? You can ask certain people and you can say, you can contact certain people and say, hey, I'm doing an Council funding application and I need to put in a producer, would you be able to, um, you know, would I be able to use your information for the sake of the application? And very often people would say, yes, sure, you can use it, but, you know, I wouldn't be able to um, to to work with you on it. And that's fine. I've done it. I've been in touch with certain people. I think, uh, you know, people do it. Uh, but you need to have someone there, you know, like a producer, an important figure, although physically they wouldn't be able to do it. But in the application, it's there. And, you know, when you agree uh, they allow you to do it. You are more than willing to provide the information. And then in the meantime, looking for that producer. And once the funding comes through, then it's going to be quite straightforward that, you know, the project is confirmed and you can do it. And then everyone, when they are available, if they're available, they're going to be part of it. So don't worry if you don't have everyone confirmed. You can ask other people and uh, then you will find the right people for you when the funding comes through. So that's the bit about um, other artists. And now the final bit that they're asking you to do in this section is to put an attachment. And I was very confused when I saw it as I didn't really know how to treat it because they're asking you to provide a web link, but also to um, add an attachment. And what it is, is your income and expenditure attachment. And uh, I didn't know what it was. Now, thank God I had Ed who sent me a template of an income and expenditure budget because otherwise I wouldn't have known even where to start. And I think, you know, if you have any questions, 
you can contact me you can email me i can send you a template just to see what you know what what it looks like what you need to fill in because it's not that straightforward one thing is that you need to put all the information in the application here but then there is another thing you need to attach and that's income and expenditure budget and that's a very detailed budget that you need to have you know with all the artists fees and uh, expenditures the travel costs and promotion very detailed you do need to put it in the arts council england application as such but there should be a separate attachment uh with the budget as far as i remember when it's not attached that application is illegible uh, sorry uh, ineligible that's the right word ineligible so I got that uh, template from Ed. I was doing it. I was completing it when I was filling the application and getting all the information, um, um, putting it here and there. But I would attach it at the very end of your application when everything is set, when the figures are the same in the application and in that Excel sheet, because that's an Excel sheet, this income and expenditure budget. Now, what they're saying here is that you can do only one. That means you can either provide a website link or add an attachment. And actually you want both. So I was very, very confused. Uh, and this is what the relationship manager clarified for me. They said, you know what you can do, Remy? When you save your Excel sheet with income and expenditure budget, you know, you have the name, for example, intruder budget. So then next to it, you can put uh, the website www.intruderplay.com which I did so it's like doing two things in one which was very helpful I did provide the website link which was in the the name of the of the the document and they got the excel and this is where you put your attachment uh, so uh, the next bit uh, in the application is as i was saying uh, public engagement finance and management and i will talk about it in episode 21 of intruder theater in the making podcast if you have any questions if you want a template or my arts council england application or the excel sheet don't hesitate to contact me uh, my website is remyrahuba.com or you can email me at remy at remyrahuba.com i'm more than willing to share it with you stay well stay safe and i'll speak to you next time Bye for now.